from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servants. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Please pray with me. Dear God, may the words of my mouth and the listening ears of our hearts be acceptable in my sight. O oh God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So there are a series of ads out there, particularly on television at this time of the year, that I find really annoying. It is the new car ads. The pictures of the cars with a bow on the top with someone in the driveway getting a Christmas surprise. Never mind that I just cannot figure out how these people could buy a car and park it in the driveway on Christmas Eve and no one noticed. <laughs> the whole idea that a car is the kind of gift we should sort of expect for Christmas feels like it is designed to make everything else seem small and inconsequential. This is the kind of definition of Christmas we need and want to set aside as we make space for the coming of the Christ child into the world. As we hear the words of Mary's song, we cannot help but recognize that it is not supposed to be a season about those with the most toys winning. This woman, young, unmarried, pregnant, she sings a song about the world turning upside down because of the power of God made manifest through her. That's an amazing thing right there. Did they think her song was just full of pretty words? Why did they let her sing it? Why did anyone write it down? The words of this seemingly powerless girl who could have easily been put out by Joseph. The words of this girl threaten the power of the powers that be. Why did they let her sing? Was her song too much the truth to stop it from coming out, from being sung? There's a line Mary says about God as the God of Abraham, and it made me think of something I saw this week. It was a man who said, I don't think I believe in God anymore. And someone else asked the question, who is this God that you don't think you believe in? Mary knows 
who the God is she believes in. It's not a random God of her own design, likes the people she likes, doesn't like the rest. Mary's God has been walking from people, with people, from the beginning, through the wilderness, over the rivers, out of slavery. This is the God that Mary worships. This is the God that Mary sings her song about. Mary's response to the story of this baby to come is to turn her focus to God, to put the bigness of God at the center of her soul. Not because God needs to be bigger. God is already bigger and smaller than we can possibly imagine. God is already everywhere and anywhere and in us and in between us. Mary's magnifying the Lord isn't to make God, God's self, bigger. It is to make God bigger in her soul. What does that mean? What does it mean to say that we need to magnify God within our souls? It's hard not to miss the difference between Mary's worldview and the way of the world today, where it's all about us getting bigger and better, having more of our own way with the world. Mary's song invites us to let God be our lens, our focus for how we look at the world, to focus the core of who we are on who it is that God is. When we do that, it is like everything in life comes into focus in a new way. And then, then we can hear the hope that is the Christmas story breaking in. We can believe in a new hope for tomorrow. We can sing of a bright hope for today. We can meet the reality of the world with the light of God's love shining through. For several months, preceding the fall of the Berlin Wall, the citizens of Leipzig gathered on Monday evenings by candlelight around St. Nikolai Church. That was the church where Bach composed many of his cantatas. They came together outside the church, around the church, to sing. At first, there were a few, and then there were a thousand, and what's more, over two months, their numbers grew to 300,000 people, over half the citizens of the city, singing songs of hope and protest and justice until their song shook the power of their nation and changed the world. Later, when People ask the officers of the Stasi, the East German secret police, why they didn't crush this protest like they had so many others. They said, we just had no contingency plan for song. <laughs> Mary's song. It is truly a song about turning the world upside down. It is a song about hope and protest and justice. It is a song about the glory of God that doesn't align with the glorification of people based on their bank account and their status. It is a song about lifting up people that the world tries hard not to see. What if we were to hear our songs of Christmas as songs of turning the world upside down? Not just songs about a baby, 
but songs about a baby who will change the order of life. Let us be awake to the power of God present in our world today. Keeping Christ in Christmas isn't what people think it's about. It isn't about keeping other people out of Christmas or being mad that someone says Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Keeping Christ in Christmas is about proclaiming, O come, O come, Emmanuel. <coughs> Keeping Christ in Christmas is about lifting up the lowly. It's about proclaiming that God fills the hungry with good things and sends the rich away empty. Now we know that that is not a message that will be on a commercial. But it is a song that will sing. May we join in singing Mary's song, magnifying the Lord with our souls. May we let our spirits rejoice in the God of salvation, Emmanuel, breaking in. And may we sing in confidence, knowing that joy will come to the world. And soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. In Jesus' name, amen.